like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Did you guys miss us? <laughs> Shut up. It's my show now. Vanessa oh. doesn't feel good. She's got a sore throat. Guess whose show it is? Booze I... and Booze Bobcast. Hey, here's a ghost. There's a ghost in us. <laughs> Somebody died inside of a sanatorium. Went crazy. Oh, no. And now there's a ghost there. Hey, that was it. I drank a water. The end. I Listeners, killed it. I, this show I would easy. not. I, I would not subject like you to that. I would not abandon you after abandoning you for two weeks. <laughs> I came back. I just sound like a man. world different. <laughs> there have been changes in, in my the life. last three weeks. <laughs> that wasn't the big surprise. Like, like tuna is not in transition. I'm fancy tuna. I can't even get my tuna. voice this low normally. You just need to, you know, ha- wreck your voice uh, <laughs> no, all the I just time. Need to destroy my vocal cords for a week, and then I can do this. Sounds like fun. Um. Yeah, no, so we're back. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, we, we had to take some time off, guys. We had some life stuff. Life happens. Life totally happens. Uh, it was very sweet of some of you to reach out on our personal accounts and be like, hey, just check it and make sure everything's okay. You guys are so kind to have done that. We're fine. All good life stuff. Yeah. Just life stuff. It's Exactly. It's Things happen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I went to I went to a delightful Mexican resort for a week and came back with this. Yeah, <laughs> and we moved. Yeah, we moved. <laughs> the entire the didn't entire go to Mexico. Booze and brews universe has been upended and moved from sunny Los Angeles, California, to pleasant St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> That's right, kiddos. Yeah, currently no no booze and brews member lives in Los Angeles anymore. It feels like the end of an era. It really, it really is. It really is an end of an era. The apartment where this podcast started is now some fucking rando's house. No, it's it's probably it's um, probably being turned over right now and given hardwood floors. All of the, the holes the, in the wall that I created have been stuccoed over. Mm-hmm. That forty-year-old carpet is being Just torn gone. up immediately. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were like, they didn't even wait until we left. Like, we were pulling probably out of the driveway. And they were like, tear it up. <laughs> Our landlord was like very sad we were leaving, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you guys are, had been in that place a long time. And it's we also like where we used to, before COVID, it's where yeah. we used to record this. Yeah. And then we and now all, never again. Never. We each never decided again. to separately blow up our lives <laughs> <laughs> at just different moments. Um, we're all having millennial quarter thir- two third life crises i don't know how old crisis. we are no, speak for yourselves midlife over here baby what's up <laughs> fucking old yeah. old, old ass shit. bitches um anyway but we're back now we yeah. no plans to take any more time off anytime soon but uh i i do sound like this so apologies yeah how long will it last send us your emails <laughs> boozeandbrewspodcast@gmail.com. How long will Tuna sound like this? You know what? If it still sounds like this next week, you guys, I'm going to need all of you to join Patreon because it means I didn't work at all last week. <laughs> I'm going to need your money. I'm going to need all those. Gonna boot- I'm going to need GoFundMe. someone to get them undies. One of you bitches got yep. get Better them get them goddamn undies. Patreon.com be- slash booze and brews. Audio <laughs> episodes, video episodes, show sketches. I do. What a great deal. And get them undies yeah we know uh, uh, by the way to patreon you subscribers i do know that the audio and video episodes are late you know why we blew up our whole lives so guys get it when i get to it we just happened we'll get there we We will give you everything you are owed that we promise yes uh it's just tough because these microphones we're speaking into were literally just pulled out of they were in a box up until 20 minutes ago 20 minutes ago so and we had to find them they were buried deep (laughs) yeah and yeah. we, we had talked about maybe trying to do it last week, but uh, you didn't have your stuff and I was projectile vomiting. So it just wasn't a great place. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it we wasn't were in a great, great place. It wasn't a great place. No. So we're here. You're welcome. And uh, yeah, you know, we, our gift to you is our is our beautiful voices and presence on the Internet. You know what? what another, a deal. Yeah. another. Yeah. Our beautiful voices. Yeah. They're super beautiful. Well, I'm going to give this 
I'm use this moment to rest Tuna's voice a little bit uh, and tell you about another beautiful thing. Tell me I'm a beautiful sh- thing. I'm sure all of us millennials, Gen Xers, no fucking idea how old half of you are. If you are interested in investments, because retirement is a thing we all must think about at some you point. You millennials and Gen Z, you're not going to retire. Don't worry. But Don't. you know what? With this info, with the information that you're about to learn yes. on the booze, brews, and uh, uh, business, business investment po- podcast, podcast, 401ks, we got them. You yeah. love them. Well, as we know, cryptocurrencies is the new hot thing. Where Dogecoin, Ethereum. Yep. Get all of it. D- uh, Anything else? Space, space, space money. Space dollars. Yes. Well, if you're wondering how best do I invest in this, because I've heard good things about cryptocurrencies, but I know nothing. Have no fear. Star Trek coins. I have found the source that you all need to follow when making your very important cryptocurrency investments. Okay, and okay. that follower or that person, tell me it, that thing you tell- follow is a hamster named Mr. I Gox. Knew, I knew it. I was like, tell me it's an animal. Tell me it's it's Mr. It's Gox. Puxatani Phil for X's. Bitcoin. Yes. Uh, G-O-X-X? Correct. Okay. So he is a hamster that has been trading cryptocurrencies since June and and is he up? He's up and he's doing better than Warren Buffett and the S&P 500. So this so fucking hamster. Any more indication up. that it's all random gambling? A yeah, hamster, hamster is killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> yeah. He decides on his little hamster wheel. So he'll like do some things and then whether to buy or sell, he'll just They'll be like, this is the cryptocurrency. And then he'll get on one of two little hamster wheels. And if one is buy, one is sell. And that's what you do. And real trades and are it. really made. Counter up 20%. Counterpoint. Hamsters. Hamsters know shit about cryptocurrency. We don't. That's true. <laughs> anybody willing to accept the idea that maybe we're dumber than hamsters. Uh, or that hamsters can see the future. Ooh, you know what? And I we like just never know because we don't pay shit, attention to hamsters. But so maybe it's not just Bitcoin. Maybe they'd be good at everything. You know, the intercosmic vision of the hamster. Yeah, look we it up. Time is a hamster. Time is a hamster construct. It really is. It's a flat hamster circle. All of the <laughs> a flat hamster wheel. That's it. That's what Earth is. No, all of the experiments that we've been doing on hamsters for years, we've probably created some super race of hamster. Yeah. That clearly can now see into the future. Joke's on you that they were experimenting on those hamsters to figure out how they got that cosmic vision. They already had it. Yeah. You didn't and think about it. And now we've just enhanced it. There we go. So, yeah, we just got to harness the power of the hamster. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so if you're... Um, Plug them into Hyperloop. Wanting to... Fuck yeah. Elon Musk, send him into Elon space. Elon Musk is definitely got a hit out on that hamster, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. Elon Musk is a hamster inside of a human robot Jaeger. Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk is a sea slug inside a human skin suit. Yeah. Yeah, don't, he's not don't, a hamster. Don't like, deface the good names of hamsters. Elon Our, Musk is, is a skin suit full of human feces. Yeah, that like is also our, true. our noble hamster overlords, when they come to their full power, please know the Booze and Booze podcast yeah, we, never compared you to Elon Musk. We, no. we know. We know what Elon truly is, like men in black. We know he's like a weird alien in a weird skin suit. Yeah. Just um, drink your sugar water. Sugar, 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 sugar water. water. Or a brand new egg suit. You just had that. <laughs> I, it would have taken me... Many, many I've minutes. I've seen that movie in 15 years. To pull sugar water sugar out. Sugar water. I just remember. You know why? It's because that woman says Edgar like, Arger. and it's so funny to me. It's just like, I just know Vince D'Onofrio like had to contort his face into very gross little. Yeah, that's all I oh, remember. Yeah, Vince D'Onofrio. But I don't remember sugar water. So thank you. <laughs> He's drinking Vanessa. sugar water. He was. He, he, I he, know. I got all the alien deets. I got it. I got it. Maybe you're he an alien. He walked in a weird skin suit so he could run as Kingpin. Yes. Yes. There you go. There That's you go. That's exactly it. Uh, speaking speaking of, of weird skin suits. Yeah. That was good. Hi. Hi. Ah! Ah! It was like a kind of harmony. Hi. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and drink thematically appropriate beer and sound like this. That's right. Stick around, chumps. Booze and Brews. So, yeah, this this week we're back. We're on our weird beer thing. Yeah, we're what back. are we doing? Well, 
So the beer this week uh, is is a tuna beer. It is. And so funny story. So I went to grab this beer out of the fridge. Yeah. And I accidentally grabbed another beer. Oh. That is a very similar size and color scheme. Uh-huh. And I grabbed it, but it's a Belgian triple. And I was like, oh, God, that's fucking 10%. That's, I don't want that. I'm going to put that back. And I'm going to grab the actual beer that we're drinking, which is a Scottish ale. Correct. So then I was like, yeah, this is much better. But I just looked at it. Nine percent. It's not that much better, Vanessa. But that's a whole percent. Thank you. Pray, I like your optimism. Pray for me, guys. Oh, pray for me. You'll be God. okay. I believe in so, you. So this week I'm drinking uh, Salt Flats Brewing, which is a kind of local brewer to me out of Salt Lake City, and it's called Kilted Harley. It's a Scottish ale. Mm-hmm. As nice. I said, it is a nine fucking percent. But nice. we were like, Kilted Kilted Harley. We we had a couple good options, but we landed on ghosts in dresses. Dressy yeah. ghosts. Dressy ghosts. Nice. Dressy ghosts. Whatever uh, whatever that, that means, means to us. you. That's right. So so Vanessa, what what does that mean to what you? In, what incredible dressy oh, ghost man. did you come up with? I, I will say, okay, so I decided to go, I decided to find a Scottish ghost in a dress because okay. I wanted to lean into that's, the Scottish angle yeah, of yeah, the yeah. beer. I dig. Um, which I actually haven't even opened yet. I'm gonna crack it right now, guys. Here we go. Here comes Ready? The sound Here we go. Let's see. Oh, it's mm. a good sound. That was a good one. That was I a like good it. snappy sort of Ooh, beer crack. Tastes good. good. Very malty. Okay. Very malty. As one might uh, expect. For a nine percent. So I, I didn't prep any of this, guys, because you know we're professionals. I was doing other things. You didn't even know if you're gonna have a voice enough to do the show. I didn't. Let's see um, what happens. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to do a Scottish ghost in a dress. What does Scottish ghost in a dress mean to me? Of course, it means Mary Queen of Scots. Of course it does. Because anything so, Scotland is Mary yes. Queen of Scots. Scotty so Queen of I, Marys. So then I found some other Mary Queen of Scots ghost sightings. But there just wasn't enough there there. Aww. And I very, I spent like an hour trying to build a case for this ghost story. I want to keep talking but about I, her. I had to fucking walk away from it, and I'm so I'm so sorry, Mary Boo. I'm so sorry I didn't get to. But we, we touch a little bit on your son, so I feel like you appreciate that. Yeah, that's. Uh, but in in a case that is absolutely no relation to Mary Queen of Scots, oh. I'm going to tell you about my other favorite thing about Scotland, William Wallace. No. Oh damn, Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to yes. tell you about Castle Fraser. Ooh, oh, okay. excellent. There tie. really is a Fraser family in Scotland. They have a castle. It's still there. <laughs> they Hell really yeah. are Outlanders. Yeah, it's haunted. Ooh. Um. So the castle was originally called. Oh, also looked up none of these names. Oh, so. of course, of course, not. It was originally called Mukhal in Mar. Oh, okay. Yep. Which is in Kimney, Aberdeenshire, Scotland. Okay. Dig it. Yes. So the castle is a five-story Z-plan castle. Ooh. Oh, Let me guess. the Hold classic Z-plan. In the shape of a Z? Yes. So it is a strong central rectangular castle with two smaller attached towers on diagonal ends. Ooh. So you would think it would look like a Zorro Z, but it really looks more like a C or a U. Huh. Okay. It really, like, this one in particular looks a lot more like a... So if you imagine, like, the front of the castle is, like, the bottom of the U, mm-hmm. and then it has two little things coming off of the back. Okay. They're smaller towers. Okay. castle okay. towers. All right. <clears throat> so that's what it looks like. Um, it is... What I'm hearing is was, that it mostly looks like a castle. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's a very castle-shaped castle. Okay, okay. It's a very big castle-shaped castle. It's impressive. Um, it's a Scottish. The original foundation of the building, they think, is from the mid-1400s, which is crazy old. Yeah. Um, but the, the building as it exists right now was built between 1575 and 1635. Okay. Yeah, so it took That's them a long time to fucking build it. Very old. Um, it was on all this land. It's like 300 acres of land that was deeded to the Frasers mm-hmm. from King James the Sixth come first. Yeah, because, I was like, comma one, six. Yeah, because uh, at the beginning of the starting of the building of that castle, so when the land was originally deeded to them, 
he was the king of Scotland. Correct. And by the time they finished building the castle, he had united Scotland and Britain. He became the king of England as well. He became the king of everything. And he was like dick deep in hunting witches. So yeah. and writing was, a Bible. Yeah. He yep. was busy. He was busy. You get dick deep in hunting witches because like you're Whilst also writing- you're also banging them. Oh, like, oh well, this is this is a naughty vagina. I shouldn't be enjoying this. Well, I, I, I the think history is fairly certain that King James didn't care a lot about vaginas. Oh, oh, oh I think well. I think history's like pretty definitively decided that. OK. All right. Um, hey, man, love is love. But don't, yeah, you shouldn't I don't murder care. people because you think they do magic. That's not yeah, right. man, yeah. bang who you want. Just don't kill women while you're doing it. You yeah. know, yeah. it's fine. And even if they were witches, who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. Who gives it? Oh, I mean, what are they King doing? James cared. That's who fucking cared. Out he there cared. hanging out in the woods, getting naked, floating around, worshiping yeah. goats. And Skyclad, shit. motherfuckers. Sounds like fun to me. That's a Tuesday. Um, so. Yeah, so the land was deeded to them and he made them like dukes. So then the like, I think he was the sixth Laird Fraser became like the Duke of Muchal in Mar or all this yep. fucking land that the Gesundheit. king gave to them. So this is how the Frasers got more uppity and fancy. Okay, okay. Um, so the first Duke was named Michael Fraser. Oh. Um, and yeah, he was deeded over 300 acres of lands, which included like beautiful woodlands and then like farmlands and and then all these gorgeous manicured gardens that he built around his not Z-shaped castle. Uh-huh. Z-shaped, not um, Z-shaped. Yeah, it was designed by some guy named John Bell of Midmar, who's apparently like a super famous castle designer, like designs all the best castles. Uh, oh, he's You know what we so gotta go? What's his name? Castles. John Bell. Yeah, everybody's walking around the Pencil. Scottish countryside. Oh, that's a Oh, that's a bell. That, you that's can a tell bell. from the he, buttresses. They they can tell because, uh, like, in one of the arches, it says like Bell, like crafted, uh, crafted by I Bell. So oh. like, th- he literally signed this fucking castle. All right, look, he my castle. Get hard dicks for these Bell castles, and you can tell. Yeah, they love they're it. All wearing kilts. Yep. You know what it happens. So hot, so sexy. They fuck that castle. Mm-hmm. They, it's a castle in a dress. Um, so the, the, castle was, <laughs> the castle was redone and modernized in the late 18th century um, and by whoever the Lord Fraser was at that point, who was like crazy suspicious of everyone in his layered ship. Oh, OK. Um, so he built a bunch of like secret stairwells and like little hidey holes and like okay. ways that you can Fun. hear people in other rooms and like hidden uh, like uh uh, you know, TV, like holes to look through and stuff. People, TV didn't exist back then, so that's a really great I was way. Say, did he did he have a theater built in? Like that sounds no. like fun. That's did what I would do. A bowling he, alley. He did build something called the Laird's Lard, which we're gonna come back. That's to. funny. Ooh, the Laird's Lard. Yeah, it's awful. Oh, never <laughs> mind. oh, is it? Never mind. It's not yeah, just no like fun. where pigs that hang out and you make bacon and no, no, it's like basically an oubliette. Oh. That's less it's fun. It's a forget-me hole. It's not great. Oh. All right, well, that's less good. I yeah, guess, less I guess good. we'll get to that if you must. Yeah, um, and so the as he was redoing it and making it all spy-tastic, wars, 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 Jacobites, you understand, Scotland, wars, 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 yep. white people fighting white people. And the castle was actually like, came under war and was sieged twice Oops. and it never fucking fell. They were like, oh, mm-hmm, hell yeah. The bell built me a good fucking castle and it is holding strong. Your your that cannons that's cannot. That's the bell difference. That is. That's why you pay the extra dollars. <laughs> you can dollars. tell that's a bell. He got a MacDougal that fell over <laughs> and sank into the swamp. I got a bell. I got a bell. Um, so then they redid. So they redid all the exteriors, and then they redid all the interiors around 1850, and they updated everything into the Tudor style because oh. that was like hot shit in the 1850s, I guess. Um, but anyway, so this home, Castle Fraser, was owned by the Fraser family and was passed down a direct line of male son to male son for over 400 years. That's a nice. lot of boys. Which is insane. Yeah. So the uh, it, it finally left the Fraser family officially in 1922. Holy shit. 
Yeah. So the last male Fraser heir died in 1897, uh-huh. and he was issueless. Uh-huh. He had no children. He, he had no babies. Zero issues. No. <laughs> because he had no children. Well, yeah, exactly. Yes. So he died actually in 1897, but his widow like kept the house, lived in the house until 1921 when she was just like, yeah, we don't have Fuck any it. fucking kids. This is a giant drafty castle. I can't really afford to live in anymore. So like, I'm a fucking sell it. Sorry, Frasers. Yeah, I don't give a shit. There's no more of you, yeah. you know? So she, sold it, she to- sold it to a bunch of castle flippers, really just no, destroyed sh- the, nothing not, was never up passed to code. inspections again. Nope. She sold it to the Pearson family, to a guy who was the first Viscount of Cowdery. Oh, Cowdery. The first Viscount of Cowdery. He loves cows. He did. And he uh, restored the castle, brought it up to like modern day equivalency. He turned it into a hunting lodge for like him and his butt buddies. Nice. Gaston, baby. Yeah, and then eventually in 1976, he donated it to the National Trust of Scotland. So now it's one of the like national heritage sites. It's uh, like a museum, preserved land. You go there on school trips and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's um, better than removing the roof so he didn't have to pay like castle tax yes, or whatever they used to do in Scotland. Very much so. God. Um. So because the Fraser family lived there for so many generations and eventually ran out yeah there's a ton of like heirlooms and old paintings and old furniture that's like unique and was owned or crafted by the fraser family that's still in this house um which is pretty cool so it's uh it is open as a museum they open it from easter to october okay um for visitors but the grounds the like uh manicured gardens and stuff which are like very fancy. They'd had all these like fucking garden awards. Oh, big I'm fancy sure. Gardens. Yes. Mm. Um, they're open year round. Also, so are the toilets. Oh, in thank case you. Were curious? Thank God. You know because the grounds and the toilets are open. Sometimes I'm just looking oh. at flowers and I can't help myself. You gotta I, have a wee, and I have to have a wee. Or a I, I thought you meant it was like all of the toilets are open air toilets. Oh, that's, <laughs> no. that's very different. Yeah, I was just like, oh, if you'd like sure. to shit in the castle, you'll have to go to the pit in the back. If you want to just shit in nature, we have a bunch of beautiful gardens. What? Shit in them. That's how the flowers are so pretty. That's how we keep those grass so green. That's right. It's not the rain in Scotland. It's tourist shits. No, that's that's a real thing, though. Isn't it? What? That's uh, why uh, moats are like like, gorgeous and stuff. Yeah, the Tower of London has has incredibly green grass in the moat, and it's because Mm -hmm. it got flooded with shit. Yeah. So like, Well, because it was, that's its job was to hold shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like if you go there, it's like the grass is still great. very green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is gorgeous, yeah. lush. Hundreds of years of shit, lush of shit. Hundreds of years lush of British shits. beefy shits, bangers and mash Bang- shits. Yeah, <laughs> delicious. Uh, banging around the bowl, but these turds. Uh, speaking of uh, turds and bowls, you can also host weddings at the gardens. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Wait, what did turds and bowls have to do with weddings? Don't you just shit at weddings? That means nothing to no one. Speaking of shits, you can have a lovely wedding in the outdoor (laughs) manicured gardens. It's very popular. Yeah, because weddings are the shits. Guests won't have to shit outside because the toilets are are open. open. Yeah. Um, so there are a few like fairly popular ghosts, like main ghosts that haunt the space. So the first one is said to be the ghost of a princess Ooh. who haunts the ghost of the green room. Um, and the legend legend says that the princess was killed in this room um, and then dragged down the stairs oh. like to be taken out of the castle because oh. the green room's on like the fourth floor or something. Um, but as they dragged her down, she like left a trail of blood oh, and they could like bad. never clean the blood up and they'd like scrub and scrub and scrub and it would go away and then it would like come back. Ooh. Um, and they'd like clean it, paint over it and it would come back. Oh. So they eventually took the stone stairs and built wooden stairs literally on top of it. They just put like wooden hats on top of each step. Good enough. Because because they couldn't cover up the blood and the blood just kept coming back. Maybe but you shouldn't have murdered a fucking princess. Showed up over the On new the one. Um, so they they'll sometimes see her walking down the stairs, normally like dripping blood behind her as they see her. Hell walk yeah, the metal so as shit. Yeah, that's the princess. Um, and then there's also the ghost of mm, Lady Maria Augusta Gabriella Bergerine Blanche Drummond. Yeah, Fraser. Too many names. That's a lot Pick of one, names. Like, take three they names. Tend to call it. her Lady Blanche. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad uh, because that's yeah. a lot of names to remember. I'm not yeah. so good with names. 
So all of the records are very evenly split between she died of tuberculosis or her husband beat her to death, which seems like two very different things. Coughing, bludgeoning. Yeah, they very don't even different. sound the same. The no, words they don't. Um, but she uh, was the lady of the house for a long time, so they still see her just like walking around the house, taking in the sights. Um, they people will often hear the piano being played, and they say that that's her because she was very fond of music. Oh. And um, she's always seen in either a stark long black gown or a stark long white gown, depending on like what her you see her doing. Day? Oh, oh, yeah. They, yeah, we're going to touch on it a little bit more, the difference. But yeah, she's either in solid black or solid white. Okay. Um, And then the Laird's lug, as I mentioned earlier. So it's basically a little oubliette, a little forget me hole that's like right off the ground uh, floor great hall. Okay. Um, And it was put in by that guy who was like all afraid of people spying on him and stuff. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, it's like a little prison. And they're like, but it's not on any of the blueprints. It's literally not, but it's there. You can see it. You can climb down there. No, it doesn't exist. Okay. I'm going to gaslight you. That doesn't exist. And it's really just like a hole with like a tiny storagey space at the bottom that you could store like bodies, some people's in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See, look, Um, what you're, what you call uh, an oubliette, I just call, you know, a uh, walk-in closet. uh, People, people storage. Yeah, yes. Long term people storage. Right? Like, I know, I yeah, don't know what I'm going to gotta use call these. pods people and have them put a little thing out in front of your house. You yeah. Load it up I, full of all the people that you want to get rid of in your yeah, life. Yeah, and they take two weeks to deliver. So, yeah. yeah. Why? You get them in the that? lug. You just keep them in the lug. Because you got to keep throwing chicken Using nuggets into your pods when you got 15 people in there. With the lug, you yeah. don't even have to feed them. Nope, we still let them die. Um, so people will hear like screaming and crying Oof. and like shuffling footsteps and chains and stuff like that coming from awesome. the Laird's lug. Awesome. Um, then there's a lot of general ghostiness of like footsteps. There's also a lot of stories about children like playing or children singing. Nope. Nope. Sometimes they'll hear the piano and then they'll hear children no. sing in response to the piano. Stop. We're good. We're good. No. Yeah. no Are they any good um, at singing? I don't know. You know what? I, I couldn't find stick any conclusive long evidence one way or another. I wouldn't stick around what long I, enough. But what I did find was an episode of my second favorite ghost hunters, Most Haunted, did go to Fraser Castle. Uh, so now I bring you, you some give of us my favorite whistle? highlights of the episode of Yes, There Is Whistling. There's no there's no asking the ghosts oh. if they're able to whistle. No. But there is a lot of delightful Britishness. So you will okay. remember that Most Haunted is hosted by uh, our main, uh, our female Zach Baggins equivalency yeah. named Yvette Fielding. She's got like sort of shaggy blonde hair, dead Debbie eye makeup. Okay. And she's wearing all black in what I could best describe as like Edgar Allan Poe cosplay. Oh, <laughs> great, great. Um. So she is the like leading the investigation and like doing all the voiceovers and stuff. And it's so funny he's watching so much Zach Baggins in the last year and his terrible VO. These most haunted people, they fucking go for it. Oh. Like they're describing the story of the princess who was slain in the green room. Yeah. Um, and they say that like she was killed in her room. Okay. Um, and then they say her her withering corpse dragged lifeless down the castle stairs, blood spilling heavily behind her. Zach fucking wishes he could write <laughs> something like that. He needs to call these people. He needs to um, hire their writers. And like she's, this is not voiceover. Again, I'm Zach sure it's Baggins written. Walks but so these people could run. Okay, you you may nice. And then Never. they keep calling. They don't say like her ghost. They're like her bloody mutilated phantom. That's what they keep calling. Nice. Her. nice. Yeah, no. they're really fucking going for oh, it. God, I can like. Um, but they're painting such a picture. Yeah. In my mind. So, um, so then we meet um, Leslie Smith, who's a historian, who explains to us that no princess ever died in this castle. And actually, no princess ever died in Scotland. What? Bullshit. Um, and there's no record of. of a Scottish princess ever staying at this castle. Whatever. But everyone's like, cover up. Spies. It is. Oubliettes. Fake news. There yeah. was clearly, uh, you know, they don't want you to know about princess. their sad, sad history. No, these, these are dark times. Yeah. That's right, because you know she but, wasn't doing something she wasn't supposed to protect yeah. family. Of course, they're going to cover it up. 
I can make um, a whole fake conspiracy about it. But even historian Leslie says that, like, the princess is most well known for her, quote, flowing gown and blood. <laughs> like, they just go for they, it on really both haunted. Blood. Um, then we meet Chris Conway, who's their mediums, their dad, Debbie. Yep. Um, and he he gets a lot of feelings about they they're like we've told him nothing about the area and he gets a lot of feelings and then the historian comes in and it's like yeah you heard soldiers and there were soldiers and like yeah you heard a baby and there was a dead baby in this room and like all this stuff but it seems very uh, it pieced together right like you could have just been like yeah it's a fucking castle yeah it's been sieged a bunch you could tell by where it is in Scotland and history you could just guess and uh, like you know, this like, is probably the room they would have put the soldiers in because it's the biggest room. Yeah. Like it's it. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't plus, super believe it. Plus, it's like fifteen, sixteen hundred. Of course, babies are gonna die. Yeah, but the but so so he's trying to like tell like, are you getting an? I'm getting name. I'm getting a feeling. I'm feeling a woman. And literally, like every ten seconds, Yvette is interrupting him, going, "Is that tapping I hear? <laughs> is that is that is that tapping I hear? By the way, tapping our footsteps." Oh, okay. It's sure, not sure, tapping. Sure. And it is like you can hear the footsteps in the background. Oh. Um, which is pretty freaking creepy. Um, he also says that there's a um, a murderous man, oh. which like no one's ever seen the ghost of a man. So we don't know why. But he's murderous and he's there. Because and he's murderous a man. And he's a man. man. Yeah. Um, then they send their, uh, their heir in equivalency, oh. who are two little boys named Stuart and Carl. Oh, Stuart looks Stuart. Stuart and Carl, who look Carl, who look a little bit like um, Seth MacFarlane and Simon Pegg. Oh, okay, okay. So they make them go into uh, the Laird's lug. Yeah. Oh, okay. and they're like climbing down in there, and like this, the like rickety staircase, like wooden ladder they've put in for them to climb down is like pretty much as big as the space to get down there is. Oh boy! So it's really fucking creepy. So one of them is climbing down, and he's like in very Aaron fashion. He's like, I don't like it, and the other one goes, You're fine. <laughs> Oh. And then they get down and then they're both down in the room and they're like, I hear things. Someone's touching me. It's cold. All the things. Right. Right. And then one of them goes, has this room been full of dead people? And the other one goes, well, fuck me. <laughs> yes. Then they what hear moaning mean? and they just start screaming fuck at each other. They curse so much on Most Haunted. Oh, that's delightful. Oh, they do some more things. They're like, hear some things. The women all scream whenever they like hear a ghost or feel they're like it's cold, but then they scream like they're in a like a funhouse maze. Oh. In a way that is like very annoying to me. That Didn't is, love that. Yeah. Didn't love that. No, that's not um, fun. But then they they're like, we're gonna do a seance in the library. Nice. And they're like, move move the table. Like, and the table starts like twisting in a circle and like lifting up and down and it all feels very like f- fox sisters fake oh. bullshittery table are you able to whistle <laughs> are you able to whistle? yeah the whole time they're ghost hunting they're like go is anyone here they're like oh, whistle at, I, apparently God. with no voice i cannot whistle you can't whistle I just, either i just learned that oh Great. no um girl yeah so they they uh no ghost whistles back at them but they will like tap tap and make footsteppy noises at the whistling they like to be whistled at but so they're doing the seance around the table they're back in like the great room or whatever which is supposed to be super hauntedy um and um and like it just looks super cheesy how the table is moving like i don't really buy it at all okay and then and then uh yvette is like asking questions um and she's like uh, they feel the male energy. They discover his name is like Henry. And they're like, Henry, are you here? Henry, did you murder? Henry, is this where you murdered? Henry, um, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. He, she keeps asking, is this where you murdered? As if it's like Hello. a thing he did on Tuesdays. Is this where you murdered? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then Chris, the psychic, goes, I'm getting a response. And she's like, what is he saying? What is he saying? Ask him if he's killed someone. And then Chris goes, he's just saying, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, to answer that question, absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, and then they leave and they're like, we haven't got any apparitions, but we got some table moving and some groans that like I didn't hear on the replays and stuff. So they oh. didn't get a lot of good ghostiness. But okay. I did get to enjoy some delightful British ghost hunters instead of yelling at ghosts because they're like, we're going to go in this room and intimidate the ghosts. And then they just whistle at them. <laughs> intimidate. I'm it's way so intimidated. Sweet. And they're like, they're like, we're going to intimidate them. And then they scream and just go, fuck, 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 fuck me. Fuck, fuck. Oh, my. We're going to intimidate and these ghosts into fucking us. Into <laughs> fuck fu- and, yes. like, and they bleep it because it's it's basic yeah. cable, you yeah. know. Oh, my. It's so, so many F words in that episode. All so I can think about words. now is that part of uh, Dark Knight where the Joker comes out of the wreck and then he's like walking out and he says, hit me. But I like it. He goes, fuck me. <laughs> he just wants Batman <laughs> to bang him. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But it's <laughs> that's, that's a very specific place that's your brain works. That's a very works. specific is, place is that very, this story took me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real, that's almost a specific a callback or sugar water was. Yeah. <laughs> sugar water. That is sugar also water. true. <laughs> um, anyway, that is the story of Castle Fraser. Yeah. Um, Love it. It's, it's, Two dressy ghosts. Yeah, two. And I assume men in kilts as well. So love it. I understood the assignment. Boom, did it. Yay me! I'm very proud of you. Well, I'll yell at you in a second. Then we'll come back and have more of these dressy ghosts. You're gonna love it. Hey everybody, it's your old pal Engineer Bob, and I am also a bloody mutilated corpse. Hey iTunes, thank you for people who've actually been doing it. I'd like to thank Nancy, Molly, and Little Lioness. Is that Nancy or Molly? Somebody emailed us. I don't know how it works, but I'd like to thank you for those great iTunes reviews. If you'd like me to thank you poorly, feel free to submit your own iTunes review and I'll yell your name into the microphone. Hey, also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash booze and We have audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches I do. Undies. It's a great way to Oh yeah, don't forget those undies. undies. Five grand and you can get them. Uh, it's a great way to waste your money on the inter- internet and I would love to thank Amanda and Monica for their beautiful contributions to our show. Also, if you would like to speak to us because we are great to speak to, we do speak into microphones non-professionally, but this is what we do. You can do it on the internet in a non-verbal fashion. We have a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. And Facebook. Booze and Bruce. And Instagram. Booze and Bruce Podcast. Okay, now back to the show. Hey guys, I still sound like this. <laughs> oh yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert, the like little half an hour break that we took in between episodes didn't help it didn't clear up I, anything nothing it, it i still worse. sound like i still sound this like think this and i i actually do indeed do this for a living so yeah, yeah it was yeah i did misspeak <laughs> while i was yelling at everybody i speak very quickly and i don't think too hard about it that as you we might know. that we know as you might have recognized by the fact that i say things and the things <laughs> typically don't make a ton of sense that is accurate oh <sighs> so it's okay it's, it's nobody okay. thinks my job's a real job it's fine <laughs> It is a real job. Hey, we, well, welcome to the club. I oh, know. Yeah. Comic <laughs> it's over here. very much a real fucking job, guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of jobs. Tell we, me about your dressy a, ghost. I had a job to find a dressy ghost. You did. And you, you did dressed have up a, a ghost. You found a ghost. It was slovenly dressed and you dressed it up in a great outfit. I oh, gave her a little fancy party dress. And you took it to Milan. And I t- yes. No, for my dressy ghost, I'm going to tell you the story of the ghost that lives in Gatsby's Tavern. Gadsby's? Gadsby's. Gadsby's. Gadsby's? Gadsby's. Not Gatsby. Gadsby's Tavern. Yes. So Gadsby's Tavern, located in Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Virginia was originally built in the year of our Lord, 1785. Oh, that's old for America. Yeah, it's like one of the first American Americas that's ever that's America. That's like barely America. That's like, ugh, welcome to America. Here's a bar. I mean, that's I how love, I'd celebrate. I love that for us. It's, it's really great. Uh, it was built in 1785 by a dude named John Wise. Not Gadsby. Not Gadsby. We'll get to him in a second. Um, Tell in, me Gadsby was his pet hamster. No, if only... I mean, we're, Mr. Gox has to be renamed to Mr. Gadsby. Tell and, me yeah. Gadsby was the name of his butthole. No, it's it's a person, sadly. This is a lame story. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, that was the end of the show. Engineer Bob is spoken. Yep. Um, in 1792. <laughs> Engineer Bob, first he tried to take over the show. Now he's abandoning the show. he's like, fuck it. I'm done with this. 17... If you leave, I will haunt your dreams. <laughs> 92. Uh, Wise expanded the tavern to add the Federal City Tavern and Hotel 
Ooh, so there was a bar. Then there was a bar and hotel. And then in 1878, the hotel was expanded yet again. So what you have today are actually three buildings that they all kind of are considered Gadsby's Tavern. Um, yeah. Got it. It's a, it's a cafe gymatorium. Pretty much. In 1796. It's an actor slash model and not the other way around. Yeah, it's not a model slash Great. actor. In 1796, Wise leased the buildings to John Gadsby of England, which is kind of surprising considering we just fought a greatest revolution. We we could say it was a revolutionary war against it the folk. It was pretty revolutionary what we did. Of, of England. So the fact that we're like, yes, please, one, come to America. We love people like you. And two... Steal uh, our jobs. Yeah. Goddamn foreigners coming and taking American jobs. Taking American jobs. But I mean, they were up like, until very okay. recently, they had been them. So, I mean, I guess they couldn't <laughs> have been that mad at them. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we did kill a bunch of them. All in red Only, coats. only the red-coated ones. If you had a, and you then had the a ones that coat, sympathize. Well, if the ones that sympathize, we sent to Canada. So right. we were and just who, like, but who, this, All this guy's sympathizing with his booze. I think that's and profits. Yeah, he's, that's something we can all agree with he's as like Americans. Capitalist, and he's explaining capitalism to these people, and they're like, "You know what? You got a point. Welcome. Love it. Love, love that. Love it for you." Um, he let's operated. build our whole system on it yeah. and watch it crumble two hundred years later. Um, so anyway, hence Gadsby's Tavern was opened. Uh, he ran the tavern until eighteen oh eight. Uh, at that time, he just fucked off to the greener pastures of Baltimore, Maryland. Ooh, I know. And um, he, and then the hotel just kind of went back and passed for you know from hand to hand. But the name stayed because it was a very important building in American history. So they were like, let's not fuck with the name. Big important people stayed here while Mr. Gatsby owned the tavern. We're oh, keep the early name. Americans. Gadsby. Oh, very early. The original Americans. Americans. Uh, OG yeah. Americans. Phil America. Yeah, Phil America. And yeah, Hulk Jennifer Hogan. and John America. They came in. They said, "I'm a real American." I fight, fight for what's right. right, American. Yeah, Amerigo Vespucci stayed there. Yeah, <laughs> he was the original America. <laughs> OG. Um, no, so it became a main gathering place during the time Gatsby owned for to discuss social, political, and economic topics in the city. Um, and kind of for the country, too, because Alexandria, Virginia, for you geography buffs, is just seven short miles from downtown Washington, D.C. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Um, many of the most famous, like Vanessa alluded to, the most famous American-Americans. Oh. John and Jennifer America. Uh, frequented mm-hmm. the tavern. Uh, George Washington. Some Heard of him. Father of the uh, country. I'm familiar with that he guy. Attended. America's daddy. He is mm. America's daddy. Big daddy, daddy America. He attended. Mm, zaddy Washington. Mm, the sausage farmer. He I don't know what that hemp. means. <laughs> he grew hemp. He, yeah. He grew he daddy. Sausage. Hemp sausage. Delightful. There it is. Show me getting, your, show getting me your stoned weeds. and eating sausages with daddy. Yeah. Anyway, Washington. I think it's worse in this voice. It's not great. Uh, twice. It's, it's never it's great according great. to you. And it's not. It's no better now. Uh, he twice attended his birth night ball that they would hold every year in his honor. And I'm like, birth night ball? Just say birthday party. That's fine. No, because it's night. It's not day. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Um, and I believe one of the very last political meetings that he ever had in 1799 was held at Gadsby's. Very exciting for him. Got it. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, James Monroe, and James Madison also were customers. Heard of them. Yeah. Heard of them. Some of them are money. Famous white dudes Suit. doing white dude stuff. Lots of white dude stuff. They were also customers of the bar, as was the French Marquis de Lafayette, um, who mm-hmm. came to talk, uh, or sorry, tour America in 1824. It was like, hey, France, thanks for your help in, Took a walking in tour. freeing us um, from England. Would you like to come like 30 years later and hang out in our bar? Well, and he was if like, it's the we, same Lafayette that like helped us fight for America, it is Ugh. like Lafayette. Lafayette's in Hamilton, the musical. Well, I believe this oh. is. I, I like him even less now. This might be the same. Marquis. He's a rapsman. 
De Lafayette. Um, That's the thing they don't tell you is that the French were actually great rappers in the, the 1700s. The French were amazing rappers. Yeah. And then the French Revolution actually got rid of all of the, the rappers because they were the nobility. So they chopped off all their heads and then the rap game in France never recovered. Yeah. Yeah. That's because, the actual story. Because Not until France MC held- Solar came out. Uh, we. That's and a real who- French rapper. Go look it up. Good to know. Um, after John Wise died in 1815, the building exchanged hands many times, but managed to remain a hotel through the American Civil War. Oh, Heard you know, it. even when you're, you know, ducking those wizened mini balls, yeah, you, you need still, a place you, you to still sleep. need a place to lay your head. I thought you said wizened mini balls, and I was like, <laughs> I did. Is too. that like those, an old man's nuts? <laughs> like <laughs> those wizened mini balls. I'd love to show you my wizened mini balls there, oh young God. lassie. Anyway, afterwards... Cosmogog suspects. <laughs> afterwards, and into the 20th century, the tavern and hotel, like the, all of the buildings, had fallen into complete disrepair. and Probably because no, of them wizened mini balls. True. It was no longer a hotel in the early 1900s. They had split the building so that it was various, like, odds and end shops, and then also rental apartments. Um, okay. Yeah, in 1917... Like Pies tires fixed also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1917, the... Plumbing and bait shop. The Met, the <laughs> Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, uh, bought some of the pieces from the original hotel. Um, they were seeing where the building was going. They're like, okay, this is kind of an important building in American history. Y'all are just using it for like bullshit shops and rental apartments where you know nothing's up to code so they came in and they took out a number of pieces including flooring from the original um tavern they took wood mostly uh, wood. door frames wood. mantel more pieces wood. all all wood bricks and decorative molding oh uh, more wood took them and put them in a permanent installation in the american wing of the museum called america's can, called america's, america's wood, wood. <laughs> the history of america's wood, wood. Which you can still see at the Met today. The United States of Wood America. I mean, if you go on Tinder, you can see America's Wood right now. Hell oh, yeah. You, you can see a lot Gentlemen, of Gentlemen, present wood. lumber. Yo. Anyway, if you're interested and you're in the New York area, you can see the floor in the Met. It's still there today. You can see, you can see a beer where, and piss-stained log. But Thomas Jefferson, but his Thomas piss might Jefferson be on that. That might, might be his piss. It. It's George Washington's he, kiss. He, he, he didn't pee on it. He peed it. He in peed it. the whole floor. He peed he the just, whole log. He marked that territory. He's like, this is America. And he whizzed all over Whizzy, it. whizzy. Whi- whi- that's a whizzed mini ball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whizzed whizzed maxi log is what it is. The tavern was saved from demolition and was restored by a guy called F. Clinton Knight, who was some like local politician dude. And he had help from the American Legion post number 24. In renovating and restoring the building along with other, um, what do they say, American patriot groups. I'm like, I wouldn't call them that anymore. So I'm saying America forward. They were like pro-America and its history. Not people who storm any capitals. Um, I was like, do we not like them? They fine. Yeah, when you're called patriot nowadays, it has a different connotation. There are connotations that my wife is concerned about. Yeah, so America forward. Um, the buildings were sure. reopened in 1976, and today we have Gatsby's Tavern Restaurant and Gatsby's Tavern Museum, um, which is open for tours today. Uh, fun fact, the museum is also part of the American Whiskey Trail, which teaches you all about the history of uh, spirits in America. Oh, yeah, and like moonshine and stuff. Yeah. Hell, yeah. So it's a stop on this. You can learn all about American That's pretty spirits. far north for the Whiskey Trail. Mm-hmm. But apparently plays a part um now while you would think that having george washington go to his birth night birthday party twice uh is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened in this place. i mean I, I would think that would i think that like right now the most famous visitor you would be wrong because i'm wrong the most i'm never wrong well you're wrong here so the Damn. tavern's uh most famous guest was the female stranger Oh the fe- oh my gosh! The I know who this is. The female stranger. Well, I've been to her tube. Yes, there are many tales about the female stranger, but what I will share is the most modern version of it. 
Okay. So the story goes, at least the one that I found, the story goes, was that the ship, the Four Sons, was on its way from Halifax, Canada, to the West Indies when it had to divert to let a man and a woman off on a lifeboat because the woman was quite ill, had to make an emergency docking. Oh, no. I feel you, boo. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I've been um, there. She let me off this goddamn boat. So the couple I will lick you if you don't let me off this boat. In the port of Alexandria, she is covered in a black veil. No one oh. sees her face. Um, and is she's accompanied, presumably, by her husband. The couple was taken to the Gatsby Tavern where he rented the bestest, most fanciest room in all of the hotel and immediately schmancy Yeah, and in all the realm. In all the realm. And he called for a doctor, the bestest doctor. Call a doctor. In all of Alexandria. So this doctor was sworn to secrecy as to the couple's identity. So he could not say who it was. Oh, um, she's a famousy. And the woman's face the entire time remained covered. Others, such as maids or other people who came in to help change beds and all that good stuff, were also sworn to secrecy as to who this woman was. Sadly, she died and only her husband witnessed the death. But regardless, suspicious. Suspicious. The body was prepared for burial and the coffin was sealed, all without ever seeing her face. Um, but her vagina just opened in the wind. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her trunk half. Flapping everyone knows breeze. what her lady her lady face looks like. Yeah. No one knew what her face looked like, but her labia, well known by well the known. people of Alexandria. Are, it's hanging in the Met right now, actually. Yeah. A painting. It's a very memorable labia. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And I'm surprised we haven't been able to identify the female stranger yeah. based on labia alone. Gad- I think we should start doing all labia lineups. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Gadsby's curtains. Yep. The beef curtain. <laughs> These are new names for the tavern. Um, So on top of her grave was a large rectangular headstone, which reads. I'm doing this because I'm pulling it up on my phone. And it it hurts my throat to hear you do that noise. (laughs) So the tomb of the female stranger reads to the memory of a female stranger whose mortal sufferings terminated on the 14th day of October, 1816, aged 23 years and eight months. It's almost the anniversary of her death. Almost. Uh, We're a little bit past. This stone is placed here by her disconsolate husband in whose arms she sighed out her last latest breath and Uh. who under God did his utmost even to soothe the cold dead ear of death. Okay, why are you making this about you, boo? It's about her. No, it's clearly it's about him. How loved, how valued once avails thee not to whom related or by whom begot. A heap of dust alone remains of thee. Tis all thou art and all the proud shall be. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Acts 10th chapter, 43rd verse. So now we have a mystery. Now, of course, in order to purchase the stone, this mystery man borrowed money. Mm. Other items. But from who did he borrow it? Uh, oh, Where some dude around town. Was there gunshot residue? Yeah. We will do no. this mystery. It's really big. Like, yeah, it's, it's like huge. the size of a door almost. Yeah. It's, it's and it's like large. on these little raised edges. It almost looks like a little table on mm-hmm. top of the grave. Yeah, it looks like you can sit almost bench-like. Um, yeah, I, f- I I decided to find this once in Alexandria while drunk in the middle of the night. Awesome. Was it amazing? Uh, no, it was really scary, but I found it. Hooray. Well, yeah, because if you look at it now, it's all like moss covered and gross. Uh, you can't read it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so it needs wizened to be with time. <laughs> There's old man wizened. Yeah. Uh, other items like the room were paid for with British currency. But after the burial, the husband disappeared in the middle of the night. Oh, no, but he was disconsolate. But he was disconsolate. Oh, no. But not stupid because he had no fucking money. So he left many people uh, out a lot of cash. So he didn't pay for the tombstone, which a local business person he conned into paying for. He Don't never paid for the doctor. small businesses, buddy. He never paid for the doctor. He never paid for um, anything, including and the currency that he used to pay for the room was um, counterfeit. Wooden nickels. Oh, I was just like, why are we taking British money at this point, by the way? I don't fucking know. Maybe there's a real good exchange rate. Maybe. 
Um, but anyway, so to this day, no one knows who the female stranger actually is. Although there's plenty of speculation. Well, she's a famous, that yeah, much we know. Plenty of speculation. Wait, the, so what year was this again? 18, again, said this. 1816. 1816. 16. Yes, 16. Okay. 16. The most popular theory is that the female stranger was none other than, drumroll, Theodosia Burr, daughter That's my thought. of Aaron Burr. And daughter of Theodosia Burr. <laughs> Theodosia Burr. Uh, and, and Aaron Burr, famous for being in Hamilton as well. Yeah, was, also a rapsman. Yeah. Aaron Burr, known rapsman. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you may recall from our episode where we talked about Ms. Burr, um, she was lost at sea uh, while going some fucking place. While doing sea stuff. Well, yeah, she was like, yeah. oh, she was doing boat stuff. She was well, on a boat doing boat stuff. And the boat went down and her body was never found. While gargling sea water. But who, <laughs> but, uh-huh. <laughs> but who was the man? Gross. Some people think. But who was behind this glass? Was that it was a pirate that she fell in love with. But had to remain a secret because of who her dad was. She'd been I out love, illicit love. I love this theory that Theodosia Burr is like a hot pirate lesbian. Yeah, at the, I'm I here mean, for this. Um, but I also saw. So that's kind of the the main thing is that it's probably her. But a lot of people are like, she loved her dad a little too much, and she loved him that she wouldn't just hide from him. She would be like, Dad, I'm alive. I'm you know whatever. I'm alive. After the I'm a lesbian boat. pirate. Well, it's a but like no, it's he he was in a lot of trouble. He had a lot of debt, so like maybe he knew she was there, but like they couldn't openly talk about it because they'd come after her for his debts. Oh, that could be that because be. he got himself into a lot of trouble later in life. Be true, you know, because anyway, he's a murderer. So they do think shot a man in the face, right in the face. So they think it could be Theodosia Burr, but another person that they think it could be was uh people thought it wasn't a woman at all and that oh my it God. was for a second i thought you were gonna say people magazine said yeah, people magazine <laughs> said no no, no. that's another, no woman that's a man baby another theory mm. is that austin powers it was not a woman which is why the face was covered but that it was a man and that it was napoleon bonaparte and his gay lover a po- napoleon bonaparte with tits with <laughs> napoleon bonaparte's labia nipple yes. nipple lean boobs in a part didn't we learn that napoleon had like a real weird dick i feel like we did an episode about napoleon before and we learned that he had like a real weird dick and was like super into nipple play on or did we make that up it's all true now you know what i hope i hope you just made it up uh because that's almost as good as sugar water like um if i made it up i made it up when i did an episode about napoleon probably two and a half years ago uh, i just googled on my iphone napoleon's weird dick and the following came up poor napoleon nearly two centuries after his death has been confirmed that the french military and political leader had a quote very small penis measured at a modest one and a half inches oh oh he had a micro dick he had a micro penis is that Aww. is that considered a micro penis i've Oh, that inch, I feel like. That's, that's like non-existent penis. Napoleon's penis was allegedly amputated during an autopsy shortly after Napoleon's death in 1821. Since then, it has passed through into several owners. <laughs> I own Napoleon's dick. A.S.W. Rosenbach, who exhibited it in a New York City in 1927. It was purchased oh by John K. Latimer in 1977 and is still held in his family who keep it as a private item. It is described as similar to a piece of leather or a shriveled eel. Oh, my God. I was like, it's just an acorn. Yeah, it's, it's just... It's a... <laughs> Oh boy! You just ah! learned so much about Napoleon's dick, man. Yeah, this is now the Napoleon Bonaparte booze and bruise podcast. <laughs> um, but anyway, regardless of who this mystery woman booze or and bruise and Bonapartes, yes, is they haunt the Gatsby Tavern. Oh, um, so is it Theodosia Burr or is it Tiny Dick Napoleon? Uh, it, it seems to be because the ghost is female. It's uh, the theory is it's Theodosia Burr. Okay. That's who we're going right, to go well, with. Tell us about the ghost so that we might we might judge for ourselves. Yes. Well, people have been, just side note, uh, note people have been talking about digging up the grave now that DNA has come so oh, far. very rude. So that could, they could try to find family 
and stuff. But people are like, is there even a body buried under here? We don't Did know. Did you see if there, it's a man? Yeah. What if it's fucking empty? Yeah. Like, what if there's? it's just a thing? They're going to open it up and they're going to find a man with his micropenis removed. And they're going to know it's, it's Napoleon. Napoleon. No, it's no. He died on Elba. I think it's, it was supposed to be like his boyfriend. We'll find out, won't yeah. we? Oh, his when boyfriend who did not have a micro penis. He did not. No. Anyway. Napoleon liked him girthy. <laughs> he was jealous and therefore. Yeah. He, li- he liked it like a tuna can, baby. Anyway, one tour guide uh, of the museum. He was a power bottom. Did not appreciate my tuna can joke. <laughs> I think it's because my nickname is tuna and I didn't like it. Oh yeah. Well, you know it what? It's, like it's it. been a minute. I forgot a lot of things. I, I'm a little <laughs> out of it still. We're okay. That's okay. But I'm just. It was a good joke. It's yeah. a funny joke. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm just, just ins- telling you why it didn't resonate with me personally. I've, I've just insulted you twice uh, inadvertently throughout the recording <laughs> of this episode, and I'm feeling so more self conscious about You're it. You're being so mean to me. I'm a sick woman. <laughs> So anyway, the museum is the former hotel. So we can so the restaurant part is still a restaurant. It's still operated as a restaurant. Um, and then there's also the museum. So one tour guide of the museum, former hotel, was at. They still hold, or they did at some point. They held a birth night ball. Uh, it must be a thing. I need to Google more about this because it's weird. Uh, when I he, want a birth night ball now. Yeah. Um, when he saw a beautiful woman across the room, so he um. went over. The tour guide went over to shoot a shot and was like, hey, girl, hey, to which she just vanished in front of his face. Hey, girl, hey, she wasn't into that shit. Disappeared. I'll tell you everything yeah, you That's need not to know. consent, buddy. No, that that's is, not consent. You got that no game. is get away from me. Um, Zero game. Yeah. Another tour guide. Zero. Another tour guide saw a woman <laughs> enter room number eight, which is where the female stranger was reported to have died passed away passed away so suspicious of that because it's now a museum and it's not really a thing people go into the tour guide followed her into the room but found only a lit lantern no woman in the room just a lit lantern so the guy oh my god the guy so the ghost of theodosia burr is a is a pixie a little bit she turned into light yeah yes nice So the tour guide went and asked the curator of the museum if anybody was Hey, have you there. ever seen a woman turn into a lantern before? Hey, have you ever just seen like people on tours? Like, are there tours going on right now where people just walk into the room and then turn into a lantern? <clears throat> and the guy was like, well, no. Also, what do you mean there's a lit lantern in the room? I specifically blew those all out. Fire. Co- I blew the shit out of those lanterns. Oh, I, yeah. Who, man, Hoover. Zero complaints yeah. from those lanterns. I sucked the wick straight out of that candle. Yeah, mm. so that shouldn't be lit. Yeah. So together, they went back up to room number eight and found that the candle had blown out. But they touched the lantern and it was very hot to the touch Ooh. as if it had just been lit. Oh, shit. That goes covering its tracks. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and again, whoever is this, whoever this person is, they're really helpful. And I like to think it's because they felt bad that their partner just absconded in the middle of the night, owing a lot of fucking money to a lot of people. Um, because this is a real helpful ghost. Uh, one waitress in the restaurant. She's trying to like pay off the pay debt. Pay off her debt. I'm thinking maybe that's what she's doing. Because one waitress um, shared the story of how she went into the kitchen one night and was like, hey, does anybody know where the beverage napkins are? And as soon as the like question left her lips, a fucking beverage napkin container comes floating across the room and sets Ooh. itself down on the table next oh, to her. Helpful. That is creepy shit and also super helpful so helpful it's just like yes yeah. in fact i know where the beverage napkins Equal are part here you go and helpful yeah um and other Great. other waitresses have had experiences with someone helping them blow out candles in the dining room at the end of the night something we all need like they with. say that they're in like one part of the restaurant they're turning you know getting rid of all the candles or blowing them out for the night and they hear actual breath and somebody blowing out candles next to them and they turn to look and they don't see anybody there so yes that that, is no stop stop that definitely stop that definitely stop that stop 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 it of the female stranger (laughs) in her dresses at gadsby's tavern in alexandria virginia in a pretty dress she's wearing pretty dresses 
She in a black veil. Equal dresses. part helpful and spooky. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to brings our beer. me to the beer. Yes. I'm like, is it beer or is it Bob first? It's beer it's first. Beer, it's then beer. Bob. I've forgotten how to do it's this been show. A it's been a couple weeks. So again, this is called Kilted Harley. It's from Salt Flats Brewing Company in Salt Lake City. Um, it's a Scottish ale, nine percent alcohol by volume. That was a big decision I made. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, it says our amber meets old Gaelic style. Floats your skirt on or off your ride. Wow. I would hope you would not drink this and ride a Harley. That feels like a not a good choice for your community. No, that feels a bit irresponsible. Unless yeah. nobody like, unless nobody likes you. If nobody likes you, go ahead. Yeah, drink and drive mm. right off of a cliff. Yeah. No, but now don't don't drive on a road where other people are. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Just drive like, out to an empty field on yeah. your Harley. Just get on get on your Harley and immediately drive yourself into a wall. Get yeah. on your bike and ride. Yes. Um. So the can is uh, like a red tartan. Okay. Super cute. Very nice. Um. It is very very malt heavy. Uh huh. I will say that it's a it's a pretty brown color. Yeah, it's not as red as I would have liked to assume for a Scottish ale. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I can't taste that much. Oh, um, which I didn't know until I started drinking this beer because it just to me tastes, or maybe that's the beer. It just tastes like malt and that like raisiny high ABV beerness of it. Yeah, I feel like that's probably what it would taste like if we shared it with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it smells like that raisininess. Yeah. Um. However, um, that nine percent. Uh, beer is really coating my vocal cords and making them hurt less. Well, that's good. Hey. It's medicinal. It's a, it's a medicinal brew. It's medicinal brew. It's good. I mean, I don't love a super malt heavy beer, so I don't know that it's my jam. I also feel like the older I get, the less I want that raisiny yeah. high ABV. And I don't think you need it for a 9%. Like, no. it's not 12%. I don't feel like it needed to taste like this. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But it's not if you, your jam. If you're if you're in this kind of if you're into this kind of thing, it's fine. I don't think I will ever uh, buy it again. I don't but it's think fine. that this is a Scotch ale sort of podcast. I don't think we've had no. one where anybody was like super passionate about it. No, I know. I think accurate. I bought it because it was like an amber with a Scotch, and I was like, yeah. I like an amber quite a bit. Yes, it's it's a little too much Scottish ale for the amber. Yeah, yeah. it's a little too Scottish. Not enough amber for yeah. my taste. Amber is the color. Of your energy. Of my energy. Amber is not the color of this beer. Okay. Speaking of energy, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I like? Huh? Bell Castles. They're the best castles you can get. They are the best. They are the best. You know what else I love? Birth night parties. Why? It doesn't... I don't know. Why not? It it sounds dumb. You know what else I love? (laughs) Bloody mutilated corpses that can walk up and down stairs. Leave it in. they're my favorite kind of mutilated corpses. Hell yeah. You know what else I love? Napoleon's micro penis and his boyfriend's and his boyfriend's huge hog. That's always great. Yep. I love whistling tables, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's wizened mini balls. Melissa wins. <laughs> wizened mini balls. <laughs> this show's so dumb. Melissa wins. <laughs> Thanks to Fancy Tuna's delightful mishearing <laughs> of me speaking. Wizened mini balls. Um, no, I, I I heard myself say wizened mini balls correctly. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys. Anyway, thank you guys so much for <laughs> tuning in. Yes. Come back next week. I'm going to, I'm going to try real hard not to sound like this. Great. But you know what? We will. Um, and But again, if I do, get damn undies. Get, mm-hmm. get damn fucking undies. Gonna need it. Yes. Gonna need that. Yes. But one thing we will have, we will have booze. And we will have brews. And until next week, cheers. Cheers. Nah. Cheers. Cheers, listeners. <laughs>